You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, my name's Stephanie. I'm a horror writer and podcaster from Detroit. I challenged myself to the Netflix Horror Challenge, which means I have to watch every horror movie from the beginning of the horror list to the end, regardless of how good or bad it looks. And I'm sharing that experience with you. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Mame. I watch it so you don't have to. Welcome back, creeps and creepettes. This is 15 Minutes of Mame, where I share four movies that I've watched on Netflix that I challenged myself to watch all in a row. I watch them so you don't have to. Uh, We're going to start today with The Open House. It's a 2018 movie. Um, Cast is Dylan Minnette and Piercy Dalton. Um, God, before I even go into the premise, the name of the movie makes more sense now. But when you're watching it, you're like, why are they calling it this? It's called The Open House. And so the premise is a teenager and his mother find themselves besieged by threatening forces when they move into a new house. Okay, that's all they tell you about it. What actually happens is this family, the father dies and the mother and the son go to live at their, uh, the mom's sister's house, uh, which she's trying to sell. And she said, the only thing is like on Sundays, we have an open house. So you have to be gone when we do that. And they're like, okay. So they move into this house and it's open every Sunday. And so anybody can come in. And at one point you see... They just show a pair of shoes and that's all they show you. And weird things are happening in the house. Like they're hearing things and seeing things. And um, that's that's the basic gist of it. Uh, Again, I don't want to spoil really any of these for you, but I am going to spoil that this is a bad movie. (laughs) It is so bad. Um, The plot is just, it's so slow. It doesn't have payoff that's worth it in my opinion. And, um, it's just, it's so flat and so boring. And I kind of cared about the mom and the kid. They did a decent job of that at least, but like as the movie progresses and really nothing is happening, it's just a bunch of like, Oh, is something going to happen? Ah, nothing's happening. So honestly, this one has no redeeming qualities in my opinion, this one gets a one out of five shrieks. I would say pass it up. What do you think, Marty? What was the name again? The Open House. I leave the door closed. Yeah. Good, good call. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next one was in the horror section of Netflix. It should not have been. Okay, I don't know what Netflix is, thinks, and this is kind of the, also the fun of doing this challenge is that regardless of what type of movie it is, I have to watch it. If it's in the horror section, I watch it. So uh, this movie is called The Car, Road to Revenge. It came out last year, 2019. The, the main cast, we had Nina Bergman, uh, Kathleen Monroe, and Grant Bowler. Uh, this is a straight-up action movie. And I believe the only reason that they said that it's a horror movie is because there's blood in it. And I'm like, no, that's blood does not a horror movie make. Okay. So the premise here is a brutally murdered district attorney comes back from the dead as a car set on a ruthless road to avenge his death. 
So, you know, they're going with the whole possessed car angle, which can be done decently. We've seen it done decently. I mean, well, decently. That's really the best word I can use. But, uh, okay, so this is kind of like a futuristic, like, cyberpunk type of universe that we're looking at. But it wasn't very high budget. The car itself was actually pretty sweet. I'm going to give them that. But it's definitely um, cyberpunky. Like, there's a lot of body modifications. Like, one of the bad guys had, like, a finger that, like, split open and, like, a knife came out and he used it to, like, stab a dude in the eye. And that was kind of cool. So, I guess if that's what you consider horror, there is some of that in there. And there is a lot of, like, people getting killed and, and blood. But it's honestly just an action movie. So I was very upset that I had to watch it. It's not that I don't like action movies, but I was hoping for a horror film. And what I got was, you know, not. So overall though, if you do like action movies, it was a decent movie, not great. It, it's like a middle of the road action film, but, and, and, and it was kind of long. So, you know what? We're going to skip this one. I'm going to give this one, one out of five streaks. It's just, not a horror movie, A, and B, it's not a great action movie either. So what do you think, Marty? Would Yes. Yes, Mr. Yes. Yes, Mr. King. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes, Mr. King. Yeah. Stephen King says, go watch Christine. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> that, that was a well done. That was well done. And the book is great. So, all right. So now we're going to get to, actually, this is the best movie out of the batch. And I'm just going to say that right away. Um. And I know a lot of my friends have seen this one. I'm new to it. This is one of the ones that I was like, it might be good, but always skipped over. Forced to watch it, and now I love it. It is called As Above, So Below. It came out in 2014. Um, it stars Perdita Weeks and Ben Feldman. Um, and the premise of this movie is archaeologist Scarlett Marlowe has devoted her whole life to finding one of history's greatest treasures, Flamel's Philosopher's Stone. According to legend, the artifact can grant eternal life and turn any metal into gold. When she learns that the stone is hidden underground in the catacombs of Paris, she assembles a crew to guide and document her historic mission. As they begin their descent, the team members have no way of knowing they are entering their own personal hell. Mm. Sounds intriguing, right? Well, it was, uh, the first, um, the first, I think 15 or 20 minutes are kind of slow. They didn't really catch me, but as soon as they get into the underground tunnels, it gets interesting. Okay. I'm claustrophobic. Let me just tell you by the end of this movie, I was anxious. It took me like two hours after watching this movie to settle because they created such a feeling of claustrophobia. I mean, it, it, you're immersed into it. And if, you don't feel claustrophobic, then you'll, you'll be great. And it might not bug you, but for people like me, Oh, it was like intense. It drew me in. Um, the story was really, really good. The acting was good. And what I liked about it is they used a lot of, um, history and mythology in it and it was all accurate. So, I mean, it was researched and, uh, it felt kind of almost like Dante's Inferno ish. And I love Dante's Inferno. So, um, yeah, it's very claustrophobic. It's, very there's a couple of really bizarre scenes but like they fit they fit really well and there's you know a little a little bit of blood but it's nothing like too crazy um so if you're squeamish you'll be fine um but i'm gonna give this one five out of five shrieks because honestly i have not felt 
that level of dread from a movie in a really long time. So um, I say go see it or, you know, turn on your Netflix, watch it, watch it right now. You don't even have to listen to my last review. Go see it. Uh, What do you think about that one, Marty? Sounds pretty good, huh? (gasps) Sounds above the rest. (laughs) Or definitely not below the rest because this list is crappy. (laughs) All right. So we're going to go with our last film, which is Apollo 18. Uh, This came out in 2011. This is another one that I've skipped over a million times and never would have watched. So this is why I have to dare myself to do stuff or I never get out of my comfort zone. Uh, So we have Warren Christie, Lloyd Owen, and Ryan Robbins that star in this movie. And the premise is Apollo 17 was the last U.S.-sponsored lunar voyage. Or was it? Hours of found footage classified for decades point to a subsequent moon mission, Apollo 18, that ended very badly. Astronauts John Gray, Nathan Walker, and Benjamin Anderson on a mission to install radar scanners discover a Soviet space capsule nearby. The men also discover a dead cosmonaut and unfortunately for them learn how he died. Mm. So it, it has a nice sounding like premise, right? I'm a, I love space. Uh, I don't like aliens. So that, that's, that kind of sh- stuff scares me. So I was like, okay, this might be might be a little scary depending on what it is so all right i was let down a little bit first i'm going to give the pros the pros of this movie are they were spot on on the costuming for uh the time period they did a great job with the astronaut um costumes or what what astronauts would wear um and like the the ship and the technology they did a great job uh you it felt real it felt like it was the right time period. So, I mean, kudos to them for that. Uh, this movie was incredibly slow. Incredibly, incredibly slow. And I'm all for a slow burn. But if the payoff isn't worth it, that slow burn, it's just me wasting my time. And guess what? This was me wasting my time. Uh, again, so that you don't have to. <laughs> um the there were some action sequences and like you know close calls while they're on the moon where like you know one of them's running out of oxygen and you're like oh no is he gonna make it and even those weren't were very scary they didn't really make me I, I guess maybe I didn't care enough about the the actors and it were they weren't bad actors um, I just don't feel like they were super fleshed out. So it made it hard to really connect with them. And if you can't connect with the people who are going through trauma, it's hard to really react to it in when you're watching a movie. So I think that was probably part of it. Uh, it was just incredibly slow. And then when you find out what's going on and you get to the end, it, you're kind of just like, okay, <laughs> that, that, that was a movie. Um, just, just very blase. Uh, I'm going to give this one um, two out of five shrieks. I think it was a really good idea. I think that it was too slow. And maybe if they would have amped it up a little bit and made the characters a little bit more personable or developed them a little bit more, it could have been a better movie. So today we have reviewed all four movies already. Time flies. Uh, actually, what do you think about that one, Marty? Because I'm thinking Apollo 18. Your description, I spaced out. Pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Marty. <laughs> so today we looked at The Open House, The Car, Road to Revenge, 
as above, so below, and Apollo 18. Um, we'll be back next week with four more movies that I forced myself to watch. I watch them so you don't have to. Thanks again to Podcast Detroit for letting me do this and letting me record all my my horror BS. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll be back. Stay creepy.